0: Gil, for those uh, listeners that maybe are currently with a host and they're not HIPAA compliant, but they want to get a little bit more secure, um, how could they enable uh, 2FA on their WordPress site? and welcome to the HIPAA Vault podcast, where we discuss HIPAA compliance for WordPress. My name is Adam Zenadine, and I'm joined by CTO of HIPAA Vault, Gil Vidalz. Hey, Gil, how's it going?
1: Hey, Adam, doing great today,
0: how are you doing? Yeah, doing well, thanks. Uh, so, Gil, last week we talked uh, to the audience about the importance of the business associate agreement uh, when choosing uh, a HIPAA WordPress host. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about um, security, and in particular security for WordPress and two-factor authentication. A little bit about 2FA, as it's called, two-factor authentication, Um, it's identity and access management security. uh, And it's a method for access management that requires two forms of identification to access resources and data. And an easy way that I remember it is something you know and something you own. So, um, Gil, there's the something you know. I think is is fairly obvious. It's a, it's usually a password. So there's a username, a password that's entered. Uh, but could you talk a little bit about the something to own, uh, something you own? Sorry. And, sure. Uh, types of uh, that thing that you own.
1: Sure, sure. That's great. Yeah, this this two factor authentication is a subset of a of a broader one called multi factor authentication. So you could involve lots of different things to make something more secure. So one, one example that companies use in high tech is they have a USB key, um, uh, for example, a UV key. So a YubiKey key would be something you would plug into your computer and then the website all of a sudden lets you in. Like you might type in a password and then it says putting your UV key into your computer. So that's one example of something that you own, right? You have it in your hands. Another one might be, you know, look at your smartphone and type in the code that shows up on your smartphone. So those are, those are a couple of examples of something that you have in your possession. So in other words, even if the bad guy has your password, your username and your password, he still wouldn't be able to steal information because he doesn't have what you own. It's in your pocket or it's in your, in your office.
0: Okay. No, that's, I think that's a, that's a helpful way to describe it. And I, I also understand that you can, you can, there's other types of authentication where you can get a code to like your email address um, and sometimes SMS as well. I see that uh, with some non-HIPAA applications where two factors required.
1: Without going into all the reasons why SMS is considered not as secure as email. And so SMS would be at the bottom. So in other words, if the code is going to be sent somewhere, you typically don't want to use SMS, email would be a better choice, but even better than that would be these tokens that are generated every 60 seconds. So there's an application that resides on your phone and every 60 seconds it generates a string of digits, usually about six digits. And that is better. So, so whenever you set up these two, these uh, multiple factor authentications, usually you have a choice, and those choices are not equal. They're not equivalent. Just to be clear with our audience.
0: Okay. And obviously, we do uh, the heavy lifting when it comes to our hosting customers, uh, where we host the WordPress for them and keep things um, secure. But um, Gil, for those listeners that maybe are currently with a host and they're not HIPAA compliant but they want to get a little bit more secure um, how could they enable uh, 2FA on their WordPress Yeah,
1: That's an excellent question because that's really what we're wanting to focus on is the security around WordPress So, so many customers of ours and in general lots of people are using a lot of medical practitioners, counselors, therapists they're using WordPress so how do you go about enabling the 2FA. So thankfully for WordPress, the way that platform works is you can install a plugin. And these plugins allow you to use the two-factor authentication. So you install the plugin, and then depending on the plugin, you may have to choose how do you want this code to be sent to the user? Do you want it to go via texting, email, or using an authenticator like um, Google Authenticator, so you have to make that choice. So I would say the plugin is the best way to handle that. Oh, you're getting a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, while you're while you're handling that, that's kind of funny. That the phone rang just at the right time, Adam, because another way to get a code is by phone. You can have the oh, okay. you can have your phone ring. I know you didn't do that on purpose, but the timing was just right. The phone can ring, and then a robot, robotic voice reads to you if the code. This is your code. Is you know tells you what the code is. So that's I forgot about that method too. That's a pretty good one.
0: Okay, yeah, and that actually kind of leads me onto our question for today, which is um, how do I know which two FA plugin to use?
1: Right. Well, WordPress has a library a directory a plugin like you could just in google put in wordpress plugin and you come to a directory that has literally hundreds of thousands of plugins
0: that so wordpress.org
1: yeah yeah and so when you go in there you type in two factors you could type in two the number two f you know f as in frank a as in apple 2fa or you can put in multi-factor authentication in any case you're going to get several I <laughs> well i don't think 100 but you'll get a, you know you'll get several choices and that's not a bad thing right having choice is a good thing uh and why is that a good thing well because some some vendors adam they may make the plugin freely available and other vendors may say well it's free but if you really want it to work fully you have to pay us a fee so there's there's lots of things to look at there in terms of am i getting fully free or partial free and then pay um so one, one decision is based on your budget. Do you need a free one? And what, let's, say, let's say you choose one that's free, and you're like, okay, this is great. I don't pay anything for it. But keep in mind that for the free version, the two-factor might come only via texting, which we already talked about earlier. That's not as secure as email or the six-digit Google Authenticator code. So even though it's free, there is a compromise you're making there. So pay attention to that when you're when you're deciding.
0: Right, yeah. And um, of the free plugins, do you have any recommendations as to a a good plugin to get started with?
1: Well, let let me say that always a, a rule of thumb that you want to follow is never choose, never use a plugin that is immature. By that I mean it's on version you know zero point zero point zero point one.
0: Yeah, we probably I think we should probably do a whole episode on plugins as well. Yeah, like to select what to
1: choose one. Yeah. yeah, so so basically choose choose one that in this in this case I'm gonna say that you want to choose a plugin that is USA based. USA based. Why? Well, HIPAA regulations are North American, I mean, US, not just North America, but United States regulations. Now, you might find an excellent plugin that was made by some guy in Eastern Europe or China. There could be issues with that. And, and so we have some backdoor hacks that have been produced and put in a plugin so you want to use a bona fide usa based plugin that's number one number two you want to find one that's mature in other words don't pick one that was just released two weeks ago look at the date and say oh this one has lots of releases you can see the releases when you look at the plugins it'll say this release came out last week but then you look and you say oh they had releases every two weeks for years that's a mature plugin so that's what i would look for
0: okay no fantastic i think that uh, leads us on nicely for potentially future episodes to talk about plugins
1: in uh, mm-hmm. in more detail that 's it. I think this is a valuable information for for our audience because so many people at um so many websites that have medical data they don 't bother to enable two factor and it 's really not that hard. I know we 're talking a lot about it but in, in the end it's not it 's not hard now one there is one last thing i 'd like to mention we have used one called w p Space. FA WP2FA. Um, we're not here to sponsor or to, to you know necessarily yeah, yeah. promote a particular one, but that's one we've used in the past. That one seems okay. So you can look at that one, but there are many others. So we're not saying that's the only one by any means.
0: All right. Great. Yeah. Um, so that's it for this episode. Um, be sure to like, subscribe, and share, and check out hippobot.com for the latest news and updates. And until next time, thanks for stopping by.